It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Why am I with Seabus Super? Because I'm a builder and they take care of me. Well, I had an accident on the work site and they helped me out, no worries. Yeah, they helped me out real fast. Mate, they just get me. Because they are for all of us. Seabus, for all of us. To consider if Seabus is right for you, visit seabussuper.com.au for a copy of the PDS. I had to go about it, write it out and find it myself And there's some stories I can tell you This is the final word, World Cup Daily, day 13 Adam Collins, Jeff Lemon, we're in Taunton It's for CBUS, CBUS Industry Superfund Hitting your retirement for six, visit cbussuper.com.au The news we have to report is much the same as it was yesterday A World Cup fixture which was rained off uh, Monday, Tuesday, two in a row This time they didn't even get on the field, Jeff But all the same, I'm going to ask you for some version of a 30 second summary Because you asked me for one yesterday Well, I am going to throw the 30 second summary today over to our good friend, friend of the show, DJ Shout. Today has been a washout as is the weather in Memphis. <laughs> it's raining cats and dogs. <laughs> that is exactly what happened. Uh, that's uh, an obscure, I think it would have been a B-side in the old days, probably off a, cat, a, a, a CD maxi single, I reckon. Um, dig around if you can find it. Well done, you. It's that, when it's, it, it's, that's that bit of audio began. I thought it, it sounded like a, an old-fashioned... Australian accent, mm. as in before the Australian accent was overly defined, it was still a bit clipped, right. still a bit British. Like but Nicole Kidman in the 70s. Yeah, when, yeah. When, when they kind of used to sa- talk like this, <laughs> oh, I don't know if Mrs. Palindro would be very pleased about that. <laughs> yeah, along those lines. Half, half, it was like half... I'm thinking of old politicians, half, really. I'm thinking half, of the way like Robert okay. Menzies spoke and others, mm. you know, who, who still maintain that, 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 that sort of, yeah, that clipped British accent sort of reinforce their... 
social standing or something like that. It is my melancholy duty to inform you that as Great Britain is at war, the nation of Australia is also at war. There you go. There you go. Something like that. It's pretty good. Something along those lines. Top of the head. Um, yeah, another washout. And this is doing interesting things for the World Cup. I don't think everything's going to be washed out if you're back in Australia going, oh, England, it always rains. Well, it does rain a bit, but it also rains everywhere else. Like I recall doing a, a live blog of the Bangladesh-Australia game in the 2015 World Cup where it, nothing happened and a ball was not bowled, and mm. we did a lot of YouTubing that day on the Cricket Live blog, <laughs> I can tell you that much. Well, but- the most interesting point of the rain out today is Sri Lanka's uh, weird psychedelic <laughs> journey so far in the tournament. So they were spifflocated in their opening fixture. Um, New Zealand, it was a relentless pounding. They got beaten in about 12 overs. Uh, they managed to sneak over the line in spite of themselves against Afghanistan this time last week. So that got them on the board. They've been washed out on Friday without a ball being bowled, and that's that's happened again today. So they're on four points, equal... <laughs> Well, one point. They're, they're one game behind New Zealand at the top of the. They're, they're equal on, second on the ladder. Yeah, on 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 footy lexicon, they're just outside the eight on percentage. Well, they, uh, yeah, they are. They're just outside the eight on percentage. Um, oh, take it wrong. Their net run rate is it's appalling. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, but, hey, it's abysmal. Their, their their net run rate's not just cooked. It's Gordon Ramsay cooked. <laughs> it's cooked while being shouted at. Um, it's absolutely horrendous. But they're still fifth on the ladder, um, and they've only managed to success have one actual win um, which they probably shouldn't have won but somehow crawled over the line they, they are it is a psychedelic journey it's the cricket equivalent of the eclectic acid kool-aid test <laughs> but they have they have they've already played now Afghanistan and Bangladesh two games that they would have expected four points from so they may not advance from their four points in oh. fact I'd go as far to say that it's unlikely they'll add to their four tell points tell you what though the, the way Bangladesh is playing they would have absolutely pounded Sri Lanka True. today they Bangladesh played very well against England very competitively they beat South Africa they would have smashed Sri Lanka if they'd had their chance so it's hard luck for the bangers because they are on three points and they're a bit further down the table and they're going to have to win against some stiffer opposition if they're going to make the finals I just want to make a quick correction to the record from yesterday because about 74 people got in touch with us after we declared that yesterday was the the fourth ever ever game washed out of the World Cup. Yes, we did conflate things somewhat. Yesterday, there's been many games washed out at the World Cup uh, and yesterday didn't qualify as the fourth game without a ball being bowled. But today did. Today did. So today adds to um, the 1979 game, the 2015 Australia-Bangladesh match you talked about before, one on Friday and one today. So we we weren't wrong for long in the modern journalism um, uh, speak. (laughs) That that is a great um, just refrain to have for a broadcasting career. Not wrong for long. Online journalism, (laughs) how it works. Um, Right. So I just just hope that you never falsely report that someone's been murdered and then find out they're still alive and you're like, well, not wrong for long. Cracks enough. Course. It won't be wrong for long. Um, yeah, un- unfortunately, that washout did occur. We- so we were talking about complete washouts, as in where they didn't even get on to bowl a ball. Because, of we- course, there was a game where two We were also wrong yes. about it being the shortest ever game. So we were wrong about a lot of things yesterday. And uh, there was allegedly a game where two balls were delivered in, in somewhere it's unusual. It's the 92 World Cup. And Darwin or Cairns? I can't or, remember or- who played in it, but it's England. I reckon it's Kazali Eng- Stadium. No, it's not England-Zimbabwe, because England's Zimbabwe 
that Zimbabwe beat England in that game, so it can't be that. But it, it is a game in the '92 World Cup. Anyway, let's not let's not let's not dwell. We know what happened, and we know what happened today. And what uh, we what we do know is the Kiwis are heading the table with six points, and then it's England, India, Australia, and Sri Lanka all with their hard won four <laughs> points apiece. West Indies, Bangladesh, Pakistan have three. South Africa one. Afghanistan yet to advance off the duck. How stiff are West Indies? They've they've won their first game comprehensively against Pakistan. They pushed Australia all the way and threw it away at the last minute. They've had a game rained off and they're faring worse than Sri Lanka are at the moment. They've had a game rained off against a cooked team who were two for yeah. twenty nine when it was called off after seven overs. And yeah, they've 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 been hard done by. So that is where the rankings stand. The Australian squad stands in an interesting place. Um, the 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 Greek god himself, the uh, the Melbourne Adonis, Marcus Stoinis is not going so well. He's got a, a side strain. He's picked up a little bowling injury against India and he's well, hasn't been withdrawn from the squad, but they're flying out somebody as emergency cover. Mitchell Marsh. They're back in pog form. Shaw Marsh will probably play tomorrow. Mitchell Marsh will probably, probably play the next game because side strains aren't the sort of injury you overcome after one game. I should say, in terms of the facts that we know, he's being assessed here in Taunton. They'll get the results tomorrow. They'll see how he responds to treatment then they'll make a judgment call on him but just the tone of Aaron Finch's commentary today it feels though they're they're already accepting their fate when it comes to their all-rounder which complicates matters tomorrow so when they um, put this squad together they knew they had the backup of the Australia A side coming about halfway through the tournament but Stoinis was the sole seeming all-rounder so for the short term uh, they have really no one else to turn to they have an unbalanced side with one too many batsmen or one too many bowlers they can't they can't achieve both mm. without Stoinis or without Mitchell Marsh who's en route now I mean you could say there are other players in Australia such as Dan Christian who'd be a, a, an astute call up now but in terms of those who are here right now and could mm. play um, they've got a problem Dan Christian would also bring the best beard that would be in the Australian team yeah. David, best bat best beard David Warner's effort is oof, not not great not great there's not a lot of uh, not a lot of conversation going on between what's up top and what's down below on the Warner scone at the moment there's not much correlation yeah it's it's it, it needs some it needs some work I grew a beard out of frustration and I was in a pretty bad place a couple of years ago and it took me three months before I initially went down to the barber and got it tidied up and I've seen some photos of me in those last few weeks before it looks like Warner does now it just mm. needs some work it's not a big deal I'm sure he'll have a lovely beard we've seen him with a, a beard of sorts before but you can't be on TV with a beard like that he's just got to get it fixed and then maybe when that occurs then his his, his fluency with the bat will, will return we'll as well follow, yeah streamline it, it's just the colour disparity for me it's like I don't know one of those cats with a blue eye and a brown eye or something and you go like Ugh, it just looks a bit weird <laughs> like a witch's familiar or something you know? <laughs> <laughs> come into my gingerbread house my pretties um Right, but the, the, I think what is wonderful about this Australian squad is that you can be looking around, you can be looking at an Australian eleven, and there's not a marsh in sight, not a marsh to be seen. You turn your back for one second, <laughs> you look around, and there are two. They're both back. They're both here. Things will never change. It's, it's beautiful. It reaffirms my faith in, in this core of stability around which my life coheres. <laughs> you can't keep a good marsh down. And, I mean, I think the one bit that I find, I mean, quirky – is that Mitchell Marsh is still technically the vice captain of the Australian cricket team. Now, I'm not sure whether that was ever formalised in the in the white ball formats, but he took that pretty well last year, Mitchell Marsh, when he was dropped from the test side. His response was to say, oh, well, at least we picked two. <laughs> Josh Hazel was there as well. I think his direct quote was, lucky we have two vice captains. <laughs> 
he's, he's, a, he's very, a great bloke. I mean, Mitchell Marsh, has to be, he's probably one of the best people we've come across in cricket. He's, he's a, such a funny bloke. He's an extremely good-natured individual and, and has taken um, a, a fairly difficult cricket journey with a fair bit of stick, um, and he's taken that with great equanimity. So he's uh, maybe he just knows he'll always be back in some form. I'm pretty sure he was technically vice-captain in the t- the T20s in the UAE last year because at that point he was in the squad. He only played two of the games, so he was left out of the 11 for two matches while he was the vice-captain of that team. Every I'm possible combination with the match. I'm sure that's that? true. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I, I thought the King Carey might have been, but who's to know? The not, point, the point is, is, that, is that Carey will surely still be vice-captain and if Mitch Marsh joins the team. Um, a semi-serious point about Mitch Marsh. Uh, he, he was dropped from the one-day team at the start of last year at a time when I didn't think he should have been dropped. He did quite well against England in a in a five 0 loss or whatever it was, or four mm. one loss it should have been. Uh, and then he never played another one day international. So it's been eighteen months since he last turned out in the pajamas in fifty over cricket. And mm. it's a long time ago now. It's a couple of serious serious injuries and, and operations since as well. But he was the player of the series here in a bilateral against England in 2015. So that was Australia came back from from memory, two rubbers to love down to win the series 3-2, possibly something like that. But Mitch Marsh was very consistent with ball and bat the whole way through and and they won on the final day in Manchester and he was, he was deemed player of the series. So he has got some form here. It's always been the country he's wanted to play more cricket in. He's tried a couple of times to get over for county stints and he's fallen short due to injury on both occasions. So I don't think, if you're looking across the board at all-rounders for Australia, I know that he's not quite the same bowler as he once was but yeah show some faith in Mitch Marsh I don't think it's the worst call of all time well yeah I mean there is the old adage that players get better and better the longer they're out of the side and it may turn out to actually be true in this case you never know I Basically, I think Stoinis has been struggling so much with the bat. And he's wonderful in full flight. You know, I've, I've made this point that he's struggling and people seem to think I, ha- I have a set against him or something, which is absurd. But he's he's not batting well. And if you've, is there really any harm in trying someone else? I guess the only um, problem there is that it's a one-way decision. You know, once you've pulled that lever, if you let this injury take Stoinis out of the squad and bring Mitch Marsh in, he can't... Stoinis can't come back. Yeah, just to clarify that, the ICC regs say that uh, if a player is taken out of the tournament, another player would need to be injured to get Stoinis back in. So it's a big call. If they think it's a a one-week injury, which again, side strains seldom are, but the one bit of, I guess, mitigating evidence against is that he did bowl two overs at the death after Mm. picking up the side strain in his sixth over, I think it was, um, last, last start against India. So maybe... It isn't so serious, and they get Mitch Marsh over here, and then they release him again. It's entirely possible. (laughs) Release him into the wild. Into the the Australia A wild to play on tiny little county grounds in this Australia A tour (laughs) and end up back in the Australian test squad when they uh, they announce it for the Ashes at the end of that tour. Justin Langer taking Mitch Marsh down to a river or something. You're free, White Fang. Get out of here. Get out of here, you dumb dog. Um, so, right, but also Marcus Stoinis could injure someone and then come back into the squad that way. Yeah, not wrong for long. <laughs> imagine that. How could you get someone to injure themselves in order to get big Marky Stoinis back into the just, team? Just leaning in a doorway of the physio room. He's going, ah, so Nathan, <laughs> nice hamstrings you got there. Be a real shame if something were to happen to them. <laughs> That's the end of part one. Yeah, right. Now, 
Now, quick word about our sponsors, Jeff. Have you ever thought about your dream retirement? I have literally never thought about any kind of retirement. <laughs> well, are you keeping an eye on your super? Are you confident you're with the fund that has your best interests at heart? If I'm completely honest, I don't think I even know what fund I'm with or if I have super. <laughs> okay, well, this is very important information for you. Did you know that CBUS is an award-winning industry super fund run to benefit members rather than profit shareholders? So, for example, this year, CBUS won the CanStar Most Satisfied Customers Superfund Award. That does sound like a deeply satisfying experience. <laughs> well, they've put their members' interests first for 34 years, and it shows. Their My Super option has returned an average of 9.29% over that time. That actually does sound like something I should investigate. <laughs> so consider CBUS today. Visit cbussuper.com.au. And remember that past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance. To consider if CBUS is right for you, go to cbussuper.com.au for a PDS. <laughs> You've always wanted to do that. <laughs> this is the final word, World Cup Daily. Thanks to CBUS Super. Adam Collins, Jeff Lemon, Day 13. We're looking out across the county ground at Taunton. A ground I'm very fond of. A ground that Jeff wrote a beautiful piece in Mianjin a couple of years ago about as well, I should add. Uh, and the covers are off now. The covers weren't off for about four minutes earlier this afternoon. I took a photo at the time. It's it's racy, I described it in my piece. It's, it's, uh, it, is, uh, it is very green. Uh, Aaron Finch described it as fresh. I can't think of anything more fresh than this pitch tomorrow. Um, so <laughs> that will be, um, that will be in, enjoyed by whoever gets first opportunity. Safraz Ahmed said that if they get the chance to bowl, he will bowl first. There was no. Usually, captains are a bit cagey about that. Like, oh, you know, we'll we'll, we'll see at the toss and we'll make a decision. Then he's like, no, 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 we'll, we'll bowl, we'll bowl. We get we get the chance. We're going to bowl first. The fresh pitch of Bel Air. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a couple of guys who are up to no good started making trouble in my neighbourhood. <laughs> well, the thing is, we haven't. We, have we prepared this? Have we been a bit more organised? We could have had some supplementary lyrics, but not no, today. no. We we're against rewriting songs with cricket themes because we heard that abysmal version of footballs coming home oh, was rewritten I, I, to include cricket terminology and no more rewrites. We mentioned that on day one. I think we might have made it Hall of Fame on day one. The, yep. the more I've seen it bob up on social media, anyway, don't do yourself a favour. Don't look it up. It yep. doesn't deserve the clicks. I've got so much. So, yeah, pitch pretty green. Although it was, in, it was mowed after you were looking yes, at it. Yes, it was, yes. But, I mean, all the same. It's, it's going to be um, an enjoyable pitch for fast bowlers to, to do their thing on, which makes the selection quandary for Australia even more acute. If I ever started a landscaping company, I would call it Depeche Mode. How, how long has that been percolating? It just popped into just my popped head in. right now. I, I never um, save them. I use them as soon as they write. Spend them when you get them. We got some feedback yesterday, albeit brief. I asked for engineers to tell us how we could put a shade cloth over the top of England or an umbrella a or, rain or, cloth. Or, or, or a rain cloth or something. To a levitating Zeppelin-based rain deny cloth. rain getting through. And Well, we did get a message from an engineer, just not about that. It's from Dominic Davis, who says he loves the pod. Thanks, Dominic. Massive engineering nerd here. I'm convinced the bales falling off is controlled by the firmness of the stump footing and to a lesser extent grooves in the top of the stumps. Not the weight of the bales, zing or not? Yeah, nah? Question mark. I like how he finished off with, um, uh, with with football jargon there. Uh, look, sure, I'm, I'm willing to take that on face value. All I know is that uh, is that um, we, we've we've spent more time talking about the bales this week than any other topic. So I'll just leave it at that. I, I feel as though it does lead quite neatly into our Hall of Fame today, mm. which. I'm going to make one nomination, which was there's a bloke, and I popped it on Twitter if you so fancy, a bloke on tw- uh, from the ground staff who is smashing 
two stumps together time and time again. And it's playing over his head in a sort his- of like rhythm stick kind of vibe. And they're playing it on the internal TV stations yeah. up in the commentary boxes here over and over and over again on loop. And we can't get to the bottom of it, but it's, we it's thought a- maybe it has to do with the bales. And it's only about a six-second loop because I, I was just vaguely looking at a monitor while I was writing piece. And after about half an hour, I thought... This bloke's been at it for a really long time. His arms must be tired. Then I realised it was looping. It's very much the vibe of, say, a white guy who's gone on holiday to Vanuatu or something and he and he's trying to join in with the band, you know, like, oh, I'm just going to, yeah, I've just got a natural rhythm, you know, I just feel, I just feel the music in me and it's just got to come out. And he's just clanging a couple of sticks together. We've also got some feedback while we've been recording by a Twitter user called Shadwin who has said that um, we need to have a temporary transparent flying cover to protect against rain. He's all for it and he's hashtagged at flying rain cover so we're where we know, go we're away hashtag returned one result <laughs> a good idea is a good idea forever <laughs> and and it's a good a, name is a good name shadwin strong name like your work um have we got any other nominations for um the hall of fame I, i'm happy for it to be mr rhythm stick like with the stumps hit me with your rhythm sticks he's in what's happening tomorrow we're at, we're at taunton tomorrow we are at so that, that, tomorrow, that's, that's why we're here. I mean, ideally it won't rain. Maybe it will. If it does, if they do get on, given that we've been deprived of cricket for two full days, mm. with the exception of 7.3 overs yesterday, we're all going to be watching. Everyone's going to be watching Taunton, this lovely little county ground down here where so many former greats um, did their thing in the 80s when they won a stack of white ball trophies. Viv Richards, Joel Garner, who were the two most prominent. Martin Crow, Steve Waugh was down here for a bit. Anyway, so that's that's the place we're at. And... and uh, and if they do get on, it's it's quite a spicy little encounter suddenly because these results being not resolved, one point's going one point going everywhere means that if Australia get up, it's it's, it's quite big in the context of the final four. Yeah, and if Australia play their bowling heavy attack, then it's seamers v seamers, Muhammad Amir, Wahabrias bowling very nicely of late, and uh, it, it could be a, just a real shootout. Yeah, it should be fun. And where, what about the uh, the teams that should have played today, Sri Lanka? And Bangladesh, where are they off to in this? Uh, in in this, Sri Lanka's uh, next United engagement. Of ours. Sri Lanka's next engagement is also against Australia on Saturday at the Oval, so that will be a test for them. And the rain should have cleared by then. And Bangladesh have the six-day break before they take on the Windies uh, here at Taunton next Monday. Thank you, Jeff. That's enough from us on another rainy day final word day 13 adam collins jeff lemon thank you so much as always to see super the industry fund smashing your retirement for six check them out cbussuper.com.au talk to you tomorrow that'd be the same we've been doing for centuries sorry if i ran out to empty wrote this so you know what i meant i had to go about it write it out and find it myself and there's some stories i can tell you Every day, hundreds of thousands of us are building a future we can all be proud of. For over 34 years, the growth CBUS My Super option has returned an average of 9.29% per annum for its members while investing in projects that not only create jobs, but something better. CBUS, for all of us. To consider if CBUS is right for you, go to cbussuper.com.au for a PDS. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance.